And welcome to the Ashley Webster Experience. Today we have a very special guest. I know I say that every time, but this time I really mean it. Uh, his name is Ennis Cantor. He's uh, a star in the National Basketball Association, NBA star, just recently signed with the Boston Celtics, but he's played all around this country. He's a fascinating guy. Ennis, welcome to uh, to our podcast. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, listen, <clears throat> first off, before we get into current day stuff, I just want to go back. You're, you're Turkish. I'm Turkish, yes. You're actually born in Switzerland. I'm born in Switzerland because my dad was doing his master in Switzerland. So that's where I'm born. I stayed at nine months, then I moved back to Turkey. <laughs> but you have a Swiss passport? I wish. No, yeah. <laughs> I wish I did. They're tough, the Swiss, aren't they? They don't give yeah, those things away very easily. Yeah. All right, so, so you grow up in Turkey. Um... How tall were you as a young kid? You're now what, six <laughs> eleven? I am almost seven foot. Almost seven <laughs> foot. Yeah, with shoes seven foot. We played a basketball with the shoes on, so I'll say okay. seven foot. Seven yeah. foot. Yeah. <laughs> now, were you just enormously tall at a young age? I was always the tallest one in my classroom. You know, always, always the tallest one. You know, I just, I was, I was actually really good at soccer, not basketball. Good man. I'm glad to hear. I love that. soccer. I don't. I don't yeah. Like, we'll get into that. Okay, we'll get. We'll into get that. into that later. Yep. Galatas, right? Um, so, so you're a tall kid. Everyone says, "God, you'd be great in basketball." Was it just a natural progression for you? It was now. Well, actually, my family didn't want me to play basketball. They were all all about education, but I wanted to go to school and play basketball at the same time. So I just wanted to. I wanted to do both. So that's why I'm like, you know what, Dad? I'm. I understand schoolworks are so important, but I want to play basketball at the same time. Well, how big was it in when you where you were growing up? Was it that as popular as it is now? Uh, well, now it's more pop- popular because we actually had a world championship in 2010. Mm. We actually played the finals against America and we lost. Oh. Yeah, they were, they were really good. <laughs> but, uh, but and then after that, it got more popular and more, more popular every year. So uh, I also read about you, uh, Ennis, that you could have stayed in Turkey. You were offered professional con- yes. contracts. I think it was Olympiakos was one and Fenerbahce another one. Fenerbahce and but you said, no, I want to go to the U.S. Well, the reason is, like I said again, in Turkey, you cannot do both. You cannot. You have to pick either education or basketball. Oh. And so that's why I wanted to come here, go to college and play basketball at the same time. And the other reason was my, actually, uh, my old club team, Fenerbahce, mm. was offering me lots and lots of monies. But I wanted to become an NBA player as early as I can. That's why I'm like, you know what? And you were young then. You were like 17? Or yes, 17, 16. Decision. And they were throwing some big money at 16. you. 16. Oh, I know. that. I mean, <laughs> people are like, hey, take this money and your, your life <laughs> yeah. is set. And your right. family's life is set. But I'm like, you know what? I got bigger dreams. So that's why I turned down a lot of money. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to NBA. That's impressive. So yeah. you come to America. You go to, I'm, I'm assuming you went to a prep school here. Right? Yes. And then you ended up doing a year at the University of Kentucky. Kentucky, yep. But you never played a game. I never did. So that's why the, the reason why <laughs> just, just when I left the club team, the, the Turkish club team, they got very mad and angry at me. So that's why they sent they send oh. bank statements to NCAA that, and they said he's professional. Don't let him play. They sabotaged you. Oh, yeah, they did. That's incredible. And I actually mean? couldn't wow. even play high school because, I mean, I had a wow. – Well, in, 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 see, in Europe – People started gig, like getting paid when they're like 14, 15 years old. Yeah. So I couldn't play high school, couldn't play college. I was just, I, they actually made me assistant coach. So because NCAA said you cannot even practice with the team anymore. Oh my wow. gosh. So they made my assistant coach so I could pra- I can practice with, with the team. 
Is it about now that you're saying, why did I come to the United <laughs> States? <laughs> it was, it was, it was very frustrating because, yeah. like, think about you turning down million dollars to just come here play NCAA basketball, and when they say no, you're like, are you kidding me? Well, it worked out in the end, though. Let's be honest. You were third overall pick, I think, in the, what, 2011? Yep. You were picked up by the Utah Jazz. Yes. Had you ever been to Utah before then? Uh, never no. heard of Utah before. <laughs> the, well, the crazy thing was, so no high school and no college. And once I get drafted by Utah Jazz, yeah. there was a lockout. Mm. Oh, you had the strike. So no, no high school, no college, and no NBA. I was going crazy. I'm like, am I ever going to get to play basketball ever in America? That is so, it's like a snake baby. It was very frustrating. It was very frustrating. But you hung in there, and eventually you start playing for the Jazz. How was that experience? It was good. It was like a, it was like a very quiet town, of course. Mm. And uh, people were very nice, and everything was closed as early. And, uh, (laughs) And no Starbucks. Wow. I, I stayed there for three and a half years. Really? I only saw once because I mean, the, the Mormons don't drink coffee yeah. or they, they, they don't use caffeine. <laughs> so like my three and a half years experience, only have, I only saw one Starbucks. That's Man. it. Man. So, okay. So you, you do well there. Uh, then where do you go? Then I uh, I signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Oklahoma. Yeah, you were yes. traded. Um, and that's a, they were a serious team. I mean, Very good. serious team, yes. And you... Oklahoma. Boy, you go from Utah to Oklahoma. Yes. It's quite an experience. Well, Kentucky. Well, I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm Kentucky, actually, of course. I'm actually trying to learn a language, right? Because my English wasn't that good the first time I came here. So I went to uh, Simi Valley. And I learned yep. l- English a little bit. And then I went to Kentucky. I was like, what are people are saying? Because the accent was <laughs> yeah. so weird. Hey, listen, I'm English and I lived in Tennessee. I, I had a hard time too. <laughs> yeah, so. Southern it was draw. So, yeah. so I was so uh, hard time to adjust in English. And then. I went to Utah yep. and Oklahoma. It's always small, small, small towns. I'm like, yeah, yeah I guess. I mean, it, it, it's cool. It was so how cool. did you look? Did you watch a lot of TV? So I so when I was in college, it's so funny. When yeah. I was in college, right, <laughs> I uh, asked one of my friends, like, where can I learn the street language? You know, because yeah. like, like in Turkey, they were teaching us English, but like it wasn't the it wasn't right. like the talking, the speaking language. But so I, I asked my friend, he told me to watch Jersey Shore. <laughs> it's always so I was, I that's watching, true I saw watch of Mark the Situation Vini yeah. or Spook this all that all that Jay Wow and I, I actually got cut up I'm like oh my god this is so crazy that's how oh I grew up too believe it or not that's all I can say is oh boy of all the programs you could have picked they told me he told me Jersey Shaw I'm like yeah sure I'll watch it I started watching it I actually oh, like god. Addicted to Jersey Shore, just like was waiting for Addicted to, to watch. that GTL life, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely mortifying, Ennis. But anyway, we'll move on. So you enjoyed your time uh, at Oklahoma. Then I think from Oklahoma, you were traded to the Knicks. The Knicks, yeah. So you go from small town, small town, reasonably small town to hello, yes. New York. What was that like? It was amazing. I mean, I was one because I always wanted to play for far big, big, big city. And then mm. New York is an inside international city. And then there's a lot of Turkish restaurants here and yeah. big Turkish comedy. So <laughs> right. I, I, was, I was so happy about it. And, uh, you know, the, it doesn't matter who you play for. You can never beat the MSG. MSG definitely, like... There's something about it. Whoever, whichever player comes to MSG, they always make sure they have a fresh haircut, fresh kicks. <laughs> they always yes. make sure they look good, new clothes. Because <laughs> MSG is like the Mecca. What's the yeah. New York crowd like? Oh, uh, well, there's, there's a lot of tough? tourists. Oh, they are tough. They are very tough. Um, I, I, I mean, our team wasn't 
the best team. Right. So there was many times they were booing us. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so like, I, I never see that anywhere before. I'm like, man, they're booing their own yeah. players. The Bronx cheer. Yeah, yeah so it's I'm tough. Like, that is tough. But they still sell out. Oh, yeah, they every game sell out. And you get Crazy. celebs every hanging game. out there, too. That's the, so, like, some games, I actually, I literally stopped watching the game. I'm like, okay, <laughs> which celebrity came this, this time? Shakira, Jimmy yeah, Fallon, yeah. this guy, that guy. I'm like, this is so amazing. Because I never see it. I mean, trust me, there is no celebrity comes to OKC games or uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man, this is so amazing. So, so you play in the Knicks for a while. Then you have, then you get moved to the Portland Trailblazers. Yes. So you go to the other coast again. You yeah, go all the way was, out to the oh, West man. Coast. How was? How well, was that I had a experience? chance to sign with either Lakers or Portland. I actually wanted to sign with Lakers because it's LA, big yes. city, yes. play with LeBron. Yeah. But but my agent told me, hey, I think Portland is a better situation. Okay, sure. Only thing I knew about the Portland was the wooded donuts. I was remember my rookie year. I was bringing donuts for for my teammates, and yeah. this cab driver told me they made a voodoo donut. They made a donut from a cough medicine. Oh, I swear. No, I swear they made a donut from Indicative. a cough medicine, and they're gonna travel for that. I'm like, what? Oh my God. I was like, take me that place. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw all like the weird looking donuts. They look, Delicious, but um, yeah, that's what you knew about it. Well, you it's, guys had a good run last yeah. year. Yeah, you we got a really good, I mean, that, that shot that Damian Lillard oh. had, yeah. iconic. Yes, yeah. and we actually, so last time they made the Western Conference Finals was 2000. Now, it was 19 years later, we made, we made the Western Conference Fantastic. Finals. And they were going crazy. And it was, it was, it meant a lot to the city because a year before they lost uh, Paul Allen. Mm-hmm. And so that that uh, finals was uh, meant a lot to, to the city. But is it hard going from one team that you spent the off season with, you know, training camp, coming into the season, spend the beginning of the season with, and then switching to a different team oh, in yeah, the middle? How course. hard is that? Yeah. It's very hard because, like, once I mean, you, you have to get to adjust to everything: the organization, the coaches, the players, new plays, new sets. Uh, I mean, you gotta you know find a place to stay. I, mean, I stayed in a hotel for seventy days straight. Ugh, it was tough. That's wow. not good. It yeah. was tough. So, but, uh, so now you're gonna have to do it all again because you you just signed a two year contract yes. uh, in July well, with the Boston Celtics. I have some time. I'm gonna go there early actually. Yeah, I'm gonna go there actually try to find like a place to stay and stuff. So when you do that, stuff. you're looking for something close to the. So the stadium you're going to be playing in? I mean, I'm just always interested. Yeah. So know? actually, we have like a really close. We have like some apartments really close to the practice facility. Okay. So that, that's where I'm going to go at, I guess. Good. How's your Irish? <laughs> <laughs> Not that good. That's but I know a lot of Irish. <laughs> you think they're mean here? Wait until you go to yeah. Boston. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. So uh, when I was with Portland, we actually played against Boston at Boston. Yeah. And we were up by like 30-something. And then they, they was like, boom, they're on team two. And I'm like, I'm used to this. But. Uh, so you've been in the league for a while. Is it everything that you thought it would be when you first came here as a teenager? Uh, well, I think I didn't know it was going to be this hard, all the traveling part, taking care of your body and everything. Because sometimes if you go to sleep like 3, 4 a.m. Mm. and right after the game, and then you have to wake up the next day and play another game. Mm. Back-to-back games mm-hmm. are the toughest. But uh, traveling, the time difference, everything is, is, is very rough. 
But I think like once you go out, when you once you step on that court, you don't think about anything. You just think about going out and having fun with your teammates. So you're you're a good you're a good player because you don't go out, you don't go partying. I try because special during the season. I'm I not gonna give any name. We're just talking about <laughs> it. All right. I have a lot of teammates coming to the uh, bus the next day can hardly walk. Oh gosh. Yes, and they're gonna play a game that <laughs> night. I'm like, I was just looking at him. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he How was like a starting you? five. <laughs> yeah. He was a starting five. Oh. Like he was a, one of our like star pl- yeah. player. And I'm like, come on, man. You cannot be. I, I understand. Do whatever you want during the off season. But like when the season starts, yeah. you got to stay We're focused. a team. We should all be yes. in it together. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to change uh, gears completely, Ennis, because you know, you've kind of taken on a political role as well. And the strange thing is, is you're from Turkey. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of a man without a country right now. Yeah. Can you kind of explain how that happened? Because the Turkish president, Erdogan, is not a big fan of yours. No, not really. But uh, so they actually revoked my passport three years ago. They revoked it. They revoked They actually, I don't have a passport right now. Uh, well, people are, a lot of people are asking me, where are you from? I'm like, man, what, what, what can I tell, tell them? I right. don't know. But um well, I, my family's still there, so I still say I'm from Turkey and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, like a lot of people say, I mean, you have no home. You are literally homeless. So this is because you, uh, uh, it's the Gulen movement. Is yes. that what it is? The Gulen movement, which is actually is a movement that's that's it's a a, a Turkish. Um, how would you describe him? A, 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 an imam, maybe? Uh, well, or? Like, uh, I will say a, a spiritual leader. Yeah, spiritual leader focuses on a you know secular education. Yeah, peace, peace, civility. Yes, um, and just kind of a kind of gentle power place. television. Right. Yeah. So I mean, he, I mean, the one thing. So when I were like, I'll, I'll describe this. Well, he believes that I mean, we have we have lots of problems going up in our century, and I think. He's telling me only thing that we can cure this problem with education. Mm. So that's why he this moment have schools over one hundred one hundred and seventy countries in, in the world. Now you went to one of those schools, if yes, I believe, when right, I was in Turkey, uh, second grade. Second, okay, yes. so a long time ago. Yes, but the Turkish president there was the coup attempt back in what was it, twenty sixteen? Twenty sixteen, July fifteen. July fifteen, um, and the Turkish president Erdogan blamed mm-hmm. the Gulen movement yes. for being behind that coup, and you got swept up in that. Correct. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know that. I was with Mr. Gulen that night. Oh, you were? Yes. I was in the same room with him. Wow. We were just actually talking about it. I was in the same room with him. So so you're watching television and watch this unfold. I, I was actually wasn't even watching television. Oh. I, I look at the iPad. I'm like, the people are like, the, all the Turkish news were saying, like, there's a quit time happened in Turkey. Yeah. And then I see what Mr. Gulen did. I mean, he was sitting on his chair and praying for, for his country. And I actually mm. cried that night because over 250 people uh, yeah. that well, yep. died that day, and then uh, after the, after the attempt, and whatever, the president Erdogan came mm. out and blamed on the Gulen movement. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I was just with that guy that night, right? And you cannot just come out and just blame on the guy that I, I saw with my own eyes what he was doing. Do you worry for your safety? Do you, uh, you know, I know that you have not participated in some trips, mm-hmm. like with the next, yeah. you didn't go to 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 the UK. You are worried about going to Europe, Canada. I mean, this is a big part of your life, and, and yeah. it is a concern. Well, I mean, I've been working with the, you know, like, so whenever, like, especially during the season, I'm, I'm working with the team security. I actually, when I was in Portland, uh, we sit down with FBI and team security, and 
uh, I told him about my concerns and everything. Mm. And when I, wa- I left Portland, I went to a road game. The FBI came to my hotel room and they set up a thing and they set up like a panic button. They say whenever you feel threatened or you feel uncomfortable, push that button. We'll be there in like two, three minutes. Wow, that's amazing. It was like a, p- a panic button. I right. always wanted to try, never tried. <laughs> I'm just like, man, let me, just, let me just test it out here. and just time them, see if they're gonna be 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 here. Are you worried about what's happening to your family back in Turkey because of what Erdogan yeah. has been saying? Well, I mean, they came to the, uh, my like uh, my house three years ago, mm. and they raided my they raided the whole house. Here in the U.S.? Uh, no, in, in, in Turkey. Turkey. Uh, because my family put a statement out there and they said they they disowned me. And because, I mean, they were getting a lot of hate, they were getting a lot of threats, and a lot of my family members got, you know, fired from them. My dad was a genetic professor. He got fired. So they put a statement out there and said, we are disowning NS. And uh, they came to my house, actually. Police came to my house, and they raided the whole house, and they took every electronics away. Phones away, computers away, laptops away. They wanted to see if I am still in contact with my family or not. And if they would see any email, missed call, text message, and they would mm-hmm. be all in trouble. Are you in contact with them? No. And that must be incredibly hard. They, it, they disowned you, I would imagine, it, for their own safety. The last time I saw them was like 2015. When was oh. the last time you spoke to them? Oh, years and years ago. How hard is that? It's tough. I mean, like in the end, I understand I'm like doing this for like for innocent people. Like in the end, that is your mom and dad. Of course, you want to be able to talk to them. You want to be able to like to hear how proud they are. Uh, I mean, they cannot even watch my uh, basketball games because they uh, they censor all my basketball games in Turkey. That's that's a crazy thing. So like a lot of a lot of the NBA, the Turkish NBA fans gets mad at me. I'm like, what did I do? I mean, I'm just playing basketball and they are not showing any the team that I play for, their, their game, so just because of the, the, they want to censor me. You're, you're public enemy number one. They've made you public enemy number yes. one. Yes, and I'm like, all I'm, if you look at what I'm saying, uh, I mean, I, I, I love my country. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love mm. my country, my flag, my people. My problem with the regime, my problem is with the regime in Turkey, and Turkey could be the bridge of modernism and West, but just because of all that stuff going on, it's impossible. And when I talk about these issues, I always talk about the human rights violations, mm-hmm. democracy or justice or freedom. I don't talk about all this and other stuff. I talk about like like good stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would imagine, just to get back to the point of your parents, they had to say that purely yes, that they, they were, were able to live in oh, peace. Yeah. I mean, they still not live in Malone. It's like if my father like goes out to mm-hmm. goes out somewhere, if my mom or my sister or uh, whatever. My sister is actually went to medical school for six years, and her husband went to medical school for six years. Uh. Now they cannot find a job. Uh. Has a last name. Wow. So they're very worried about this Gulen movement, oh, yeah, or is it do. just a convenient? It's well, I mean, not just well Gulen movement the most. I, I think yeah. because like whenever Erdogan was doing something wrong, this movement, I mean, have, I mean, now Erdogan sh- sh- shut it down everything, like mm. the media outlets, school, dormitories, universities, and whoever, what, whatever, whichever group uh, talking against the government or against the regime, Erdogan says, it's a bad guy. This group is a bad guy. You're the scapegoat. Turkey, yes, yeah, scapegoat. exactly. And Turkey is the number one country in the world that put the most journalists in jail, more than China. How d- does this come to an end? I mean, how d- how do I mean? Obviously, this is not great for a free democratic society. I mean, Erdogan is dug in now, isn't he? He's 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 in for the long haul. I mean, he's he's trying. I mean, uh, is are there I such things as been, free democratic uh, elections? I mean, uh, I think he's gonna. I mean, now he's trying to change rules so he can be there for forever. I think. Yeah. 
You know, the, the craziest thing is that you said that you're, he put your name in Interpol. Yes, he did. So the, the reason I didn't, so my te- last year, I was actually, when I was playing with the New York Knicks, yeah. my team went to uh, London. Yeah. And I sit down with my team and talk and say, hey, what should we do? Should I come? You know, they said they didn't want to take the risk. They said, just yeah. stay in America, work out here. We're going to give you a workout coach. Just, just, just stay here. Mm. Just miss one game. And uh, when actually my, when my team flight was on the air, they put my name on Interpol. Oh. So if I was in that flight, if I landed, you would have been. I, I would, they could have just sent me back to you know uh, Turkey. Wow. In oh. in from London, and that's why right now it's so hard for me to leave America because I'm not an American citizen. I don't I don't have an American passport, and they could just literally send me everywhere. Even like the, all the so senators and congressmen. Uh, yep. They told me stay in America, don't go anywhere. You should be eligible for a citizenship by now, should you not? Yes, I'm actually. So uh, I have two years left. Okay, good. So when I I'm gonna become an American citizen, 2021, June fifteenth. Fantastic. Wow. Oh my god, you have no oh, idea yeah. how excited. I am. Then you have a home, and you know, looking beyond basketball, Ennis, what do you see yourself doing after basketball? Yeah. Ooh, but you don't want to think sound, about that. It's going to sound. It's going to sound weird. I'm actually no. going to become a WWE wrestler. No, oh, no way. I swear. Hey, oh. huge crowds and oh, yeah. oh, no, very popular. I, I, Sold so, out in the Meadowlands. Yeah. <laughs> so just because of like I couldn't play, I couldn't get to play college basketball, right? <laughs> so I was just like that was my that was actually my hobby. So I just like went to like a lot of wrestling matches. I actually I'm actually talking to like uh, some of the people already. Are you really? And they're like, let's go, let's do it. I'm like, I gotta finish basketball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Man. I gotta finish basketball. So I'm, I'm very excited crazy. about that. Oh, you are a crazy. pure entertainer, right? You love to perform. Yeah, it's fun, you know, because I mean, I love to lift and I ah. love to, you know, and just go out there have and just have fun. Have you thought about what character you might be in wrestling? I'm still thinking about so, it. Some yeah, because that's me, important. Yeah, oh, get yeah. the right name. Some people and are saying like Turkish Delight for the name. <laughs> I don't know. Like this. I love it. Turkish Delight, Turk. by the way, is a chocolate. Uh, yes, it's a the, very popular chocolate in England. Oh, it's, really? It's, it's fabulous. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd be cool. So I want to ask you about. Back to basketball, I want to ask you this. Because whenever I watch a sports show, yeah. they make it out as if the NBA and basketball players are so close. It's this close-knit group of guys in the whole league. Players talk amongst themselves to decide who's going to go what to what team and all that, all that kind of stuff. Does that exist? Does that happen? Uh, yes. I think, you know, like... I think players recruit other players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like when Kevin Durant went to uh, Warriors, right. you know, Draymond Green and Steph Curry was recruiting him. Yeah. Or like, well, like Paul George just went yeah. to yeah. Clippers and Kawhi was recruiting him. But are those isolated cases or do you think this happens every day? Are you out there calling guys saying, hey, next year I'm going to be a free agent or you're going to be a free agent? Uh, you cannot go like that far. A year is <laughs> yeah. too long. But yeah. like the reason, one of the reasons I signed with Boston Celtics because mm. Kemba called me. Uh, yeah, Kelma was like, "Let's go. Are we doing this?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll come." Were you close with him before that? I uh, know. I oh. never <laughs> talked to him. I never. Well, he was in my draft class. Yeah, yeah. But I never really. He was not even my friend. I mean, he was like. So an you guys enemy. have met. Yeah. So he li- literally, wow. he, he didn't call me from his phone. Uh-huh. He didn't want to give me his phone number, I guess. First. <laughs> Just in case he said no. Yeah, so he, he called me from the Danny Ainge. You guys know Danny yeah, Ainge. Yeah. Oh, so who Danny doesn't Ainge remember is, Danny yeah. Ainge? Yeah. Wow. So he called me from Danny Ainge's phone. He, I, I, I pick up. It was like there was like a deep, deeper voice. I'm like, who's this? <laughs> yes. He's like, oh, this is Kemba, man. You know, we want you in Boston. 
I was like, yeah, sure. I'll so come. That's, he respected the game. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Love it. Well, listen, we wish you the very best of luck in Boston, Ennis. Thank you so um, much. You've had quite a life, and you've got so oh, yeah. much more to go, and I can't yes. wait for the wrestling. I know. But I don't I want know. to, you know, we don't need to rush your NBA career. You've got a ways to go. I got six oh, more yeah. years. My knees six can more, take it. Right. At the least. At the you very least. You can go to Germany like Kobe did and do all whatever he did to his knees. You can get another six years out PRP. of it. PRP. They, well, yeah, there yeah, you go. PRP. You got, now you, you have 12 we years. We can rebuild you. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you so much. Ennis uh, Cantor joining us. What a great guy. And uh, and, and stay safe, for yes, sure. I'm going to definitely try. All right. We'll stay in touch with you. And uh, best of luck in I Boston. And thank you for joining us. We'll see you back here next time. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.